Okay, so thanks everyone for being here and for all of you because you're on time. Um, it's great to see you every day and uh, a big thank you to Rabbi Hirschfeld and also a thank you to the sponsors this week that um, are generously sponsoring our learning uh, this week, obviously in the schos of everything that's going on here, but also in memory of our Rebbe, Rabbi Farber's itself. Okay, and that's all we'll say okay. now. And, uh, and Rabbi Hirsch, I'll take it away. Thank you. Okay, so um, I think you all have the text um, put on the screen there. Yesterday we had some kind of an introduction about the importance of the, uh, the ideas of the uh, of Sefer Tehillim. And today we're going to start actually looking at the text itself that we have. We're going to start on this page Resh Pei Dalit. That is the second page of the text. Okay. Okay. Um, Resh Pei Dalit. And at the bottom of the page. Okay. Because what we're going to be talking about are the things that are not so apparent when we study the mitzvahs of the Torah as written in the Torah, but are emphasized and brought out into great relief um, under uh, in the Sefer Telem of David HaMelech. So let's start. The first one that we're going to be talking about today is, well, the one that, we, the one that we're going to be talking about today is at the bottom of the page, the Reish Peidalet. HaChidu Shel Sefer Tehillim HaTorah VeHaMitzvos Kenoam VeOneg Torah and mitzvahs as pleasure, as pleasantness. For those who grew up, or those of us who grew up with Darche Noam, so it's not such a Chiddush that there is Noam in the Torah, but Darche Noam, but that's the Chiddush of Sefer Torah. That's what he says. One of the things which is most in evidence which is most prominent in the presentation of Sefer Tehillim, who Hanoam Osher Sheyeshna Bekima Mitzvah. It's the Noam, the pleasantness, the Osher, the happiness, the good, the sense of well-being that comes when a person does the mitzvahs. If we look at it from the way that mitzvahs are, Torah mitzvahs are expressed in the Torah, HaMitzvot Nechshavot Kechov Ve'ol Al Ha'adam the mitzvot, when you read the Torah, we see the Torah the, from the point of view of what we read, the mitzvot of the Torah are obligations. They're a yoke. And we have to do the avodat Hashem. It's something which is an obligation, but there's no escaping it. There's no running away from it. Put the mountain on top of us and forced us to be makabal the Torah. There's no way out. But we find an exalted, a higher level of approach. And according to this approach, the mitzvot are give happiness to a person. Oneg, pleasure, v'sha'ashu'im. Sha'ashu'im is an interesting word. Sha'ashu'im right, is like related to the word sa'atsua, which is a, a toy, something that we play with, something that we enjoy just for the sake of being involved with it right? when we when we do when we have it when we learn torah when we do the mitzvahs so not only are they something which we have to do 
but the actual pursuit and the actual involvement and the actual activity are activities which give us pleasure. And he quotes several psukim here at the top of the page. David Amalekh repeats this, and right, I'm not going to read all the psukim, but you can look at the psukim and say just the first one. Divrei Torah are more dear and more precious than gold and sweeter than honey and nectar, etc. And then he quotes in the next paragraph again, We know that Mizmor Kufyu Tesson Tehillim is a very long one, it's 176 psukim, uh, and it's divided into the letters of the alphabet. Eight psukim for every letter of the alphabet. Aleph has eight psukim, Beis has eight psukim, Gimel, etc., etc. And the th- main theme of that Mizmor is the honor and the beauty and the pleasure of studying Torah. Many times in that Mizmor, we have the word Sha'ashua. Right? And other psukim that he quotes here. The Pesach starts, In that second paragraph, It's not just an obligation, not something which is a demand upon us, so then he says, he brings a beautiful medrash. In the third paragraph on the page. Amad Moshe levarech et Yisrael. Moshe stood to be mevarech et Yisrael. We know that in the Zosabrocha, right, the last parsha in the Torah, right, the parsha that we read on Simchas Torah, so Moshe stood up and he blessed the tribes of Israel, right, the, all the Shvatim. Ruven, Shimon, uh, not Shimon, Ruven, Levi, Yehuda, etc. Skip Shimon. The uh, Chatam, and what was the finale? What was the the, uh, the signature of the of the uh, brachot? Ashrecha Yisrael Michamocha. Ashrecha Yisrael. Now the word Ashrei, and we're going to have to, we're going to see the word Ashrei lots of times now from from now to the to the end of the uh, of our session today. Right, but the Ashrei is related to the word Osher, but it's a hard word to translate. Ashrei, Yoshrei, Vesecha, and you know, I'm sure that for every English you have, there's probably a different translation of of of, of the word Ashrei. It's 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 not an easy word to translate, right? I remember that Rav, the Rav Moshe Shapiro Zechron Levrocha used to relate the translate the word Ashrei as being related to the word Ishur. To give something validation, to give something, to make it a real thing, to make it give it some. If you take a, a, a document and you put a stamp on it, so then it's an issue. It has power. It has token. If it can do things, it is. It's. It, it has. A, it has an existence in in, in in the real world. So that's what ashray means. Ashray is. Uh, sometimes we translate ashray as validated. The person who has Torah, right, is a person who lives a life of. With an issue on it, it has a reality to it. It's not a pseudo life. It's not a shadow life. It's a real life of, of, of content. It's a real life of power. It's a real life of ability to reach and affect the deepest parts and the and the loftiest parts of the world. So that's what Moshe Rabbeinu did. David patach Moshe. When David HaMelech right, op- opened Sefer Tehillim, 
he opened with that word that Moshe Rabbeinu concluded with, Amar Afani Avarechet Yisrael Ba'ashrei. And that's the first word in Tilim, is Ashrei Aisha Shelo Alach Batzat In other words, we see that the, what Sefer Tilim is really starting where the Torah leaves off. The Torah, right? And he says here, HaTorah Mitzaratzma Uchov Al Hadam. The Torah is an obligation. When a person has merited to fulfill the Torah, to live a life of Torah, then he knows that this is the loftiest and this is the highest point of his life. This is, gives him true happiness. This gives him a true sense of accomplishment. It's the shleimut which comes after you have learned the Torah. First we have to learn it, and first we have to accept it as an obligation. Somebody who jumps into the Torah expecting just to have fun and games is not going to be able to ever get into, ever appreciate what the Torah is all about. The Torah is first of all hard work. The Torah is first of all sweat and, 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 and effort and overcoming Yetzir Horas and overcoming difficulties, whether it's in Limurat Torah, whether it's in fulfillment of the mitzvahs. There's always challenges and there's always blocks in the way. Right, and those are work, and those are the and and those are obligations, but the ashray comes at the end. You're zocha to the ashray, and this is what David Amelech wants to tell us that when we do that avoda properly, so then we reach a point where our neshamas will sing the ashray automatically. It'll come out of our souls, and we'll talk about this exactly how it happens in in, in a minute. In the Sefer Torah, it's only Ashrei at the end. Right? But Sefer Tilim starts with Ashrei at the beginning. Interesting question. Right? It says in the Gemara, right, in Rosh Hashanah, Mitzvot lav Mitzvot are not given for Hanah. If a person, if there's a shofar which is asr bahana, which can't be used because it's it's kodesh, it's a, for some reason, you can't use it. Right? The question is, can you use it to blow shofar and, and fulfill the mitzvah? Right? And the halacha is, you can. It's mutter. Why? Because mitzvot lav lehelnot mitzvah. Right? Because the mitzvahs are not. And Rashi there says it's an ol. It's a yoke upon us. That's what the mitzvahs are. It's a yoke. So what we have to understand that on the level of doing, and this is the the dichotomy of our of our of our shiurim, right? And the level of doing, it's a yoke. And when we do the mitzvah, we do the mitzvah as a yoke, and so therefore we can do the mitzvah, right? And and the mitzvah doesn't isn't there. The doing of the mitzvah doesn't give us the hana'ah. After we've done the mitzvah, so then we have been transformed through the mitzvah, and becoming transformed through the mitzvah, we can then enjoy and have the sense of the ashray. So how does this work? What are we supposed to do? Right? Here I'm going a little bit beyond what it says in the Sefer here. What are we supposed to do to feel the ashray? So I'd like to bring an idea from the Sefer Hikarim. The Sefer Hikarim of Yosef Alba, one of the Rishonim the philosophers, says that a person feels osher, feels happiness, when he has obtained or achieved something that he yearns for. This is the, when there's something that you really want, that's the, and you've got it and you've achieved it, that's osher. That gives you the satisfaction. 
And the converse is if you don't get what you really want, it's a disappointment. So how do we train ourselves to be the kinds of people who find the osher, who find the ashray in the, in the, in the Torah and the mitzvahs that we do? So if we just do the mitzvah, and the act is the be-all and the end-all of our relationship to the mitzvah, so then we will have the satisfaction of being able to cross off one more thing on our to-do list. And that's unfortunately how sometimes we relate to mitzvahs. We relate to mitzvahs, I, I just got to do it, right? I, right? I got to, this is the thing. And, and boy, Baruch Hashem, once I've done it, I don't have to worry about it anymore. Right? How many people when feel that way after they daven mincha? Well, I don't have to worry about it anymore. Right? I got it off my chest. Right? Or lots of the things that we do, right? We do it that way. But that's only. But that's not going to lead to that sense of osher. But if we yearn for a connection to Hashem, if that's something that really engages us, is that when we wake up in the morning and we think of all the things that are on our minds and all the problems that we have and we got to get up on time and we got to get to work and we have and we have trouble with our parnasa, we have trouble with our boss, we have trouble with this, we have our, our kids are getting thrown out of school, I don't know what's happening to us, all kinds of things are on our mind. But if one of the things, or the primary thing is, but what am I going to do about enhancing my develop and developing my relationship with Hashem? And then we believe that the Torah and the mitzvahs are the means to achieve this connection then we will realize and actualize a connection, and then our neshama will actually sing out the ashray. And this is something that we have to try to approach. And this is something that we have to sense that this is where we want to get to. Right? Where we want to get to the point where the ashray yoshre ve'secha, but when we, when we say that every day, we really feel that this is something that, that is true about me. And if it's not true about me yet, so I want it to become true. I want it to be something which will give me that oneg. And when I learn a a, a piece of Gemara or a, or a parsha in the Chumash, or whatever it is that I'm learning, I want it to be a situation where the eshtasha, I'll have pleasure. That's what I want it to be. Right? And that's something which is just the burden. Oh, I just got to you know, plow through the text and, and figure it out because God said you got to plow through text and, and figure it out. Right? I'll just conclude with one quote from Rabbi Farber, which is one of my, the Colonel of Rach, which is one of my favorite quotes. Uh, one, one day at the end, I don't know if I mentioned it here, but one, one of the, uh, at the end of a real rousing Gemara year, and he would, you know, he was just lit up with excitement and, and how wonderful the, how the Torah is. He gave a clap on the table and he says, fellas, I wonder what Goyim do for fun. That's, uh, okay. So if we can reach that Madrega of, that's what we do for fun, and wonder what the Goyim do for fun, then we've reached a, a good point in that we have to learn the lesson, one of the lessons of Ashray, one of the lessons of Tehillim. Okay. Good evening to everybody. Thanks, everybody. Okay. Anyone else? Okay. Have Thank you for joining. And with Hashem, tomorrow we'll continue with Hashem. Okay. Be well. All right. See you tomorrow. Thank you.